my sexy people, this is Samantha Burgos, your host. Welcome to my show, the Feel Better Naked Podcast. I'm a wellness coach obsessed with helping women nourish their bodies and build a sexy hourglass figure. Come and chill with me while I keep it super real on fitness, food, and wellness. Let's redefine what it means to be feeling myself through self-exploration. Why? Because we all deserve to feel better naked. Hello everyone, welcome to the show, this is your host Sam, if you're new to the show, welcome, Um, if you're not new and you're hearing it again, welcome back and thank you for listening. Um, So in this episode I got to interview the amazing Akansha, she is the owner of the Suggestion Gold blog and she just gave so many good details and so many good quotes and inspirational things in this episode that I was just like, yes, girl, give it. Um, I'm so happy I was able to interview her and take her, you know, like, just hear her thoughts out on stuff um again i appreciate her coming on the episode and just sharing these goodies with you guys so i hope you guys really enjoy this episode hey concha how are you doing today hey samantha i'm doing so well how are you good good i'm glad you're on and uh thank you for coming to the feel better naked podcast um so we can start kind of with letting us know a little about yourself and just two fun facts as well Ooh, okay So about me, I am the founder of Citrus and Gold, which is a wellness brand slash blog turned into a marketing business. We can talk about that a little bit more. Um, Based out of San Francisco, I I don't know if this counts as a fun fact, but I was working in tech for like the last five years doing analytics. And I... I quit my job in August with actually without a real plan. I had Citrus and Gold as like a brand in mind, but had no business. Um, So I quit that months ago and I've been building my brand since there let's see I'm really bad at these fun fact things I feel like I'm so boring but that's what um, I say too <laughs> like I'm sure there's interesting things about me like I like doing hip-hop classes but I'm really bad dancer that's so yeah that is interesting <laughs> um and I guess a fun fact is that my mom and I are working on a cookbook together for healthy Indian food as a passion project and it's been actually really great learning experience um oh, awesome. so yeah I'm not like a cook I'm not a food blogger recipe developer my mom's a really amazing cook but we are working on that project oh, that's awesome yeah I remember seeing your mom on face uh, on Facebook live I was like she's so good at this like oh, yeah no, that was so much fun <laughs> well good great um so it kind of to make us a little more um on you saying citrus and gold is like mm-hmm. a wellness blog and kind of I guess tell us what made you want to start the wellness blog and what I guess Citrus and Gold kind of focuses on before you turned into a, you know, kind of entrepreneur. Yeah, that's a great question because I, when I was doing the rebrand, I saw that like my overall mission and vision with the brand is still the same. Just the way it manifests, now it's going to be very different. So my mission really was to help women redefine their own version of success so they can be happy and healthy. And now that's like, along with financial success, I want that to be as big of a priority. Um, so I started Citrus and Gold about two years ago. And back then I had my own personal blog. You know how we have our blogs that were like a daily journal. So I had that, but at that point I knew there was a bigger message I could share and like people I could serve. Um, at that point I was super interested in fitness for myself and just like mental health and physical health. Um, but I saw that there wasn't much of a focus on, wellness from a South Asian perspective. So for example, you're seeing a lot of trends like turmeric milk, like golden milk and yoga and Ayurveda, all these things coming up in mainstream wellness, but it wasn't really talked about where it's coming from. And me being an Indian American found that a little strange. 
And I wanted to be that voice that brings that South Asian perspective to those wellness trends. And then from there, I started attracting a lot of other female minorities, women of color, South Asian women who really resonated with my message. Um, from the blog, I created a really engaged Facebook group, which is now the Citrus and Gold Wellness Collective. And organically from there, I saw that there are people asking me about marketing and branding, my like, background in corporate is in marketing and analytics. So they just kind of started weaving in together and it came to like, wow, this just started as, as a, an idea just to, you know, share a different perspective from of wellness. And it kind of tumbled into this bigger, larger vision and brand. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, I think that tends to happen. Like, especially when you're like multi-passionate about stuff in a way, it's like, you can't help but collide it almost. Yeah. And honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> like, I, just, <laughs> I, had, I think that's the best like piece of advice I can give to people is like, if you want to start something, just do it. Cause you never know where it's going to go. You can't envision like, especially if you've never done anything like this before, like as future for the next three to five years, you start something, chest it out and keep on growing and transforming it. Right. No, yeah, for sure. For sure. I totally agree with that. Um, so I guess now I guess you're kind of transforming a uh, suggestion goal. So what is it now exactly? Is it still a wellness blog or you're going to kind of like. Yeah. Great question. So the blog, the website's going to be very much focused on marketing and brand coaching, but it's really coming from, I think defining coaching is really important here because a coach is different than a consultant where you're really working with the person one-on-one to help them transform their brand by building on their own skill sets while consultants very much, I'm going to help you execute on very specific marketing strategies, whether it's email marketing, uh, you know, your whole funnel. Exactly. So as a coach, I'm really working with the person. And I saw that even on the wellness side, I really want to help people transform their mindsets, whether it's around food, entrepreneurship. So really what I see myself now, the blog is going to focus on the brand and marketing coaching but a lot of the content is still going to be around, like, how do you actually believe in your ideas? Like, how do you get the confidence to keep on going forward? That's right. one of the awareness aspect of it. And then the tangible outcome is, like, really creating content that sells and authentically marketing yourself. Right, right. No, I, yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's super cool that you um, kind of decided to come in with that perspective, like, the South Asian perspective. Because I feel like it's funny that, yeah, like, you guys have been doing that forever. And now it's, like, mm. hot. It's just, like... I've been drinking golden milk forever. I'm sure you're like, you know, saying that. So it's awesome that I think you kind of like put your own words, your own tone on it, kind of, you know, to see, uh, say like, yeah. And that's like, how we've been here kind of deal. I think it's cool. And also, um, so do you, you talk about confidence and how it's all kind of like mental, which I totally agree with. Um, and how the mental game is like everything when it comes to, wanting to get to where you want to get to, whether it's health, health, wellness, or like entrepreneurship or your career or whatever, like it's all kind of like your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I noticed that you also like hosted a confidence challenge. Do you want to like kind of elaborate a little bit more on that and what it was all about? Yeah. So I hosted a, I think it was a week long confidence challenge, primarily over email on my Facebook group. And this was actually around the time I was starting to transition into coaching where I was thinking like, what's a good gap, a, a bridge between those two worlds like that actually bridges that gap between wellness and coaching and it's confidence it's really about do you actually believe in yourself to whether it is to join that group fitness class and be with those people like actually believe that you can lose that weight you really wanted to or you know on the other side of it like do you have the confidence to start your own business like pursue your idea and 
in most of these scenarios, I see oftentimes people are worried about what other people are going to think. Right. The judgment is a huge factor. The imposter syndrome, so feeling like you're not skilled enough, not qualified enough, don't have enough knowledge. And then also body image, believe it or not, also becomes a huge uh, obstacle for people in building their brand and entrepreneurship. They're thinking like, hey, if I, I'm a huge advocate of like putting your personal self as part of the brand, right. especially let's say if you have like a skincare brand from a small business, what's going to really help you differentiate yourself is your personality behind it. But the body image part comes like, I'm like, a lot of people are camera shy or just not comfortable putting themselves out there. So I saw all those themes really talk to both, both groups of people. And at the end of the day, my audience for both of those are pretty similar. So some of them want more of the wellness stuff. Some of them want more strategy and entrepreneurship. And yeah, I took them through a week-long free challenge through email. I had a few guest speakers come in. So I had a friend who's an anxiety coach actually. And talked about, yeah, she has a background in therapy and now she's primarily focused on anxiety. And she said that a lot of anxiety happens. uh, It's essentially like the lack of confidence or like you're thinking about social situations that can go wrong or all these different things. It's really about believing yourself again and kind of calming down all those voices. So that was a really interesting talk. And we had, I believe, around 250 women sign up, even a few mm-hmm. men, actually, which I thought was really interesting. It's not only a thing women struggle with, but it's definitely something. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, wow. Um, I feel like it's interesting how, um, yeah, because confidence is also like, I think we kind of see it more in a workplace or um to kind of following your own idea and all that stuff, but it does play a huge role when it comes to wellness and to health. And it's kind of like having the confidence to step out of your usual day to day, like what you usually do to like better yourself and actually having the balls to like kind of do it. Cause I've noticed that I'm, I'm sure you may have noticed the same, but like for a lot of people, it's hard to kind of, um, the whole judgment thing comes into play. Cause you know, your friends might judge you like, cause you're ordering a healthy thing usually you know, to say, or, um, your family even, you know, might say something that kind of like, what are you doing or why or whatever, you know? And it's, um, so having the confidence to kind of be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this, you know? And, um, it's a huge thing. I feel like that a lot of people don't realize till like, you know, we realize because we actually do this, but like, well, the average person doesn't realize that. I feel like it's like huge. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like most women that is it confidence overall, like in general, or is it just confidence like in specific areas of your life? Like if they lack confidence, say like in their following their dreams, do you feel like that also plays a role in wellness or? Yeah, that's a really great question. I do think in the end, if you're lacking confidence in one place, you might, you're probably lacking it in different areas too, but it could be more heightened or emphasized in like your career. So for a good example for me, for example, like, I feel pretty confident with my body now. I feel pretty confident with wellness because I've been doing this for a while. Like that action builds that trust. And I feel like the repetition actually builds that confidence. Um, So I've been doing that for a while, but now as I'm in the coaching phase, I feel like my confidence is being tested over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) What's coming back again is imposter syndrome. So I get out of one comfort zone. I get like, okay, I'm chilling here for a little while. And then I do something completely new. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I qualified? Can I do this? It comes back. But I think it is, I think if you can really just learn how to believe in yourself, no matter what, um, that's the core part of it. And once you can really just like, hey, this is who I am. I'm going to fully own myself and not really care about what other people think. 
it's right. going to translate into many different aspects of your life. Right. And do you mind just kind of like uh, just hearing it for the audience in case they don't know what imposter syndrome is? Yeah. So imposter syndrome is, uh, I would say the fear of feeling unqualified or not feeling good enough. Um, yeah. I think that's the easiest way to explain it in my no, I think it's a great way to explain it, actually, because I feel like we um we all have that in our life somewhere. It could be like in our relationships or in like work or like, yeah, it's really, really uh, crazy. So kind of, I guess, what made you have the confidence um, to follow your dreams of kind of first starting the blog itself and then switching it over, like having that ballsy move to switch over to a whole different category? Like, yeah. <laughs> like where did that confidence come um, from? That, it didn't come overnight. It was like a lot of baby steps, step by step. And it came from honestly like getting the confidence to start my own blog, purchasing my own domain, getting the confidence to start teaching group fitness at one point where I can say, okay, I can get in front of people and actually teach them. Um, getting the confidence to say, like, hey, I'm actually building my career slowly. So there were a lot of different things that were building up for me that was like testing the waters in a way. I wasn't someone who was like, immediately ready to rip off that bandage but then it came to the point where I had to be real with myself and ask myself like what does success look like to me what do I actually want in my life and I like pondered that question for months and months before I'm like I don't have a great clear answer of how I'm going to get here but I know what I want so I'm going to rip off the bandage you know quit my full-time job see what happens and yeah. go for it and you know I can't take all the credit here I think it really helps having a really good support system around you. So my parents, my boyfriend, like my close friends have been all very supportive of what I do. So I, I think I would say like, I stopped caring about like what all like the society thought, but I yeah. did really want to have the back of my close network. That's awesome. So you say confidence and having support are like where you kind of go hand in hand. I, I do think so. And, um, I, I would, one thing I said in the confidence challenge is you want to make sure you're seeking support not permission. No one told me like, Hey, Akansha, you should that. be, yeah, no, like you should, like, no one told me to like, so go quit my job, go start my blog, go do these specific actions. But having that support, like, Hey, we have your back no matter what, go do what you want to is transformative. Right. Right. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> no, really. Cause I feel like it is different having like a group of people telling you like, kind of like feeding your thoughts versus just supporting you and kind of just like being there to kind of hold you down. That's awesome. Okay. So I guess what would you say are like, uh, if you can give someone like three tips on how to be more confident, what would you say? Yeah. Stop seeking validation, which ties in with the first point. You don't need validation. You just need that support. Um, know that you know more than you think you do. Like really you do. And you have to constantly remind yourself like all the knowledge and skills and passion that you have you know more than you think you do and the last but not least (laughs) I think just honestly it's we need to stop taking life so seriously like really thinking like what's that worst that could happen if you do a Facebook live video go to the soul cycle class that you're intimidated by like what is really the worst that can happen and ask that question over and over again until it becomes almost kind of silly like wait this is not that worst thing and confront it like hey you know just if I do this I'm not gonna die (laughs) some people might like laugh but so what you know I'm never gonna see them again so I think it's really (laughs) those three things that's so true I was um I always use like the example of like when you're a kid riding a bike like 
you don't necessarily care how many times you fall off. You just keep going and going until you actually like do it. And it's funny how now as adults, like we give so much like shits about the dumbest thing. Oh, I love how you brought that that example up because I'm almost like, I still lack confidence in some place and riding a bike sometimes like in in the city, (laughs) I don't feel confident for that anymore. I'm just like, like, (laughs) so it's like the recognizing, like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And biking in the city can be kind of dangerous. So that's, you know, one thing how I rationalize it, but really like, I'll be fine. Like I know how to ride a bike, but (laughs) I think as adults, we, um, we unfortunately have those bad experiences that build that fear, whether it's, um, in a relationship, you know, you got dumped, someone said something mean about you. And then you start internalizing that more. Right. And what we have to do is learn how to unlearn those fears. And I actually went to a really interesting talk last week. I won't be able to explain it too well, but how the more stressed we are though, it's hard to unlearn fears and I've overcome that. Um, Mm. So our lifestyle, I think is a huge, um, contributes a lot to how we see unlearn fear confidence all that stuff there's, there's so much information out there no you're totally totally right i feel like um yeah because i think that's how sometimes you notice people that they seem fearless but then you look how like they are brought up and like all that stuff is just like oh like it kind of makes a little more sense i don't know if, if i'm making sense right now but um in the yeah. sense of them being more confident yeah or, i think yeah. that has to go back to like being a little kid honestly um in like upbringing and all that stuff and kind of like your surroundings and oh my gosh so much of our personalities i think are formed by our upbringing it's quite insane no i know i always tell my husband like dude i'm scared to have like kids because i like the more i know i learn about mindset stuff and like your brain and all that stuff i'm like oh my god like so much happened between the years of one and seven like what if i mess this kid up and like i don't do this well right it's now. better to be informed about it than not knowing at all how it's going to impact them at least you're That's true. knowledge but yeah I, I totally feel you like oh my gosh i'm gonna like be that perfect parent wanting to get everything right. But in reality, that's not possible. Yeah, it's not. And I think, I think it's just like worse, knowing everything and knowing that it's not possible to get it all right. I mm-hmm. I'd rather be like, what's it called? Like a ignorance is bliss. Kind of like, yeah. you know what the hell I'm doing. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's a whole different discussion. That <laughs> <we're gonna get. laughs> so uh, do you feel like um, confidence and um, I think so much of our kind of like demographic is affected so much by, um, I guess it kind of lacks it in a way due to social media and stuff. What do you feel, um, towards that, like about social media and confidence and everything? Yeah. Um, I think social media is a double edged sword where there's a good and bad. I, I've definitely dealt with the bad with it when I was, when I was looking to get healthy and, focus on my own wellness of five or six years ago, I would follow a lot of women who were in the bodybuilding space, who were, you know, tracking their macros, doing all these things. That's great. But the way they were portraying it made me feel less about myself. And not that they were doing that directly, but I think I started obsessing over things I did not need to obsess over. Right. And it became a little toxic. So after a while, you know, I, it took me a while to find my groove, but you have to find the right people on social media. It's like finding the right people in real life. You know, you have right. people you gravitate towards and as your friends and some people are like, Hey, you know, I'm just going to ignore you. It's a little harder to do that on social media because there's so much noise, but I think we have to learn how to differentiate the good and bad, put boundaries when we need to and see that, okay, this is just one aspect of what not everything. It doesn't define who I am. 
No, I totally agree. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of when I started um, doing like my wellness fitness stuff, like you can find so many accounts on Instagram and it's like, um, yeah, like I, I mean, they definitely kind of make things seem like if what they're doing is right and like you're just off. Um, so yeah, I kind of, on my least account, I definitely focus on like not making anyone feel bad about themselves, but just like saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing. FYI, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of like not making me feel like crap. Cause I, I, felt so much of that when I was doing it it's just like I don't ever want anyone to feel that way um but yeah I definitely um how do you feel about that also for entrepreneurship does you think kind of the same thing same exact thing yeah there's I mean the entrepreneur like I can definitely in social media I think you can fall into the comparison trap really easily and you don't know the full story behind people and their brands Right. So you can see with entrepreneurship, like wondering, how does this woman make a million dollars a year and I'm only making a few thousand? You know, that that thought can happen really easily. And again, you have to remember you, everyone has their own story and their own like path. Right. And I mean, this is so cliche and said over and over again, but you have to stay in your lane and like know who you are, know what your mission and your purpose is and strive forward with that. Right. Oh, you're saying so many good things. Okay, good. Enough. So, ah, like, yeah. there's so many like, quotes from this like podcast episode. Like, you're saying so many awesome stuff. Like, seriously. Um, so, so how I say that? That way. I'm so passionate about sharing this. <laughs> no, but I can totally tell. I, I love that. Um, how do you feel? Um, or you, I guess, as an entrepreneur yourself, um, how do you feel wellness and entrepreneurship like link up? Like, because um, I think everyone knows that. Differently, or I mean, do you even notice that as a thing? Or yeah, oh, hundred percent. And I don't know if I notice that more because I have a wellness background, but I know, like, I have to be mentally and physically fit to be a, a successful entrepreneur because there's so many ups and downs. You don't have that mental fitness to be like, hey, I have my life under control, so I can take on this big, big kind of like undertaking. So, after to to rewind a little bit, have you heard of uh, the Maslow's? self-hierarchy model yeah okay so you have like the, the your needs and stuff and all of that like the pyramid right well if, I like to imagine a pyramid for our generation for millennials like the first thing that really matters in our life is our health like yeah. if our health is not together like everything in life is gonna be so much harder like imagine going to work being like constantly stressed like your stomach's hurting you're just like your back's hurting it's gonna be so much harder to do things well and then if you don't have that it's going to get a lot harder to even like build your idea so once you get your health down I think the second part what I find really important in this pyramid is your relationships so that kind of goes back to the confidence part like you need really good relationships good people in your life to have that support because in entrepreneurship or building your own business there are a lot of ups and downs it's really hard to do it by yourself and as you know it can be kind of isolating too right so you need that second part and the last part I think is what people are really striving for towards um striving for as an entrepreneur is that purpose like what is this for me like why there's so many reasons why people want to leave corporate and it's to find that purpose right. so as I going kind of going back to your question I think that health part is so important because if you don't have that together it's so hard to get to that purpose level um it's true like, yeah the more you um I, I don't find like I can't really remember what exactly what it was it was kind of like like take care of yourself so you can like get yourself out the way so you can like follow where you want to follow so it's like oh, in the sense like of like kind of like you know feeding yourself the right foods getting some kind of like movement and some kind of like you know like mental spiritual stuff and kind of like taking care of yourself so that way like 
you just kind of like fill your cup for the rest of the stuff you need to handle in your life. And I feel like it's something that's so like um, overseen. Like no one really thinks of that until they're in like the, I feel like entrepreneur game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, even me being a wellness person, like I knew I had to like take care of myself just to take care of myself. But after I got into this, I was like, yeah, like I need to work out now. It's time oh, like, you know, yeah. just to look a certain way or, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I feel like, uh, yeah, it's a huge, huge way. I love that little pyramid you just described. <laughs> yeah and I think wellness definitely teaches you discipline too that is very important oh, yeah. as an entrepreneur and it's that same sort of like I like to think about comparing like training for half marathon and running your own business like you can't just like train for half marathon by reading a book about the best techniques and like buying nice shoes right you have to constantly go train day after day and keep on going right. I feel like that sort of mentality of discipline translates really well as an entrepreneur too no I totally agree I feel like that's like a perfect analogy of like you can't really train for the race without actually running <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, really, really exactly true. yeah that's really, really true um do you feel like also one my little dog is, is that your dog squeaky toy oh. <laughs> um do you feel like that um I mean, I always feel like that our day and age now, it's kind of our responsibility to take care of our health more than our prior generations. Like almost like um, our parents, I guess you could say, like they didn't have all the resources we have. Like they didn't have the internet, they didn't have like social media, they didn't have all these things that they got to kind of like figure out like, you know, um, solutions for themselves, like going to like a doctor or whatever, you know? Um, do you feel like it's kind of our job to take care of ourselves first or like, yeah I think everyone's job is to take care of themselves first and yeah I think it's definitely a responsibility now or even in the past generations to take care of yourself but I do agree that we do have way more resources and ways to do that and more awareness I don't think our parent generations really had that awareness of like all the right foods see how to work out it just wasn't part of the culture so now that it is I don't think there's an excuse not to do it right no I agree yeah I feel like most of like the people that I know or work with, like they, um, I think it's like, they kind of don't, not they don't know, but like, they don't think of like using the internet or using that as a resource to kind of like better themselves in a way. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize that, which is like crazy to me, but, um, okay. So do you, how often do you run your confidence challenge? Is it like an ongoing thing or is it? No. So I only did it once, but I am thinking of doing a new version. Um, and calling it more about confidence coaching and again, going really more specific on how not just to build that awareness, which was the first one, but actually talking about exercises you can do to deal with imposter syndrome to like think about the judgment. So I would love to do that again. Um, I don't have a date yet, but I would love to share it with you when I do. Oh yes. So I'll, I'll definitely like link all your stuff below after so people can like definitely follow you. Um, awesome. and, um, I guess my kind of last question is, stop it, is, um, I guess if someone asked you, how can you feel better naked? What would you say? Ooh. Just a quick Stop caring what other people think. Oh, I like that. I like that. Stop caring what other people think. And I feel like a lot of times how we think about ourselves is because we're afraid of what other people will think. Right. Right. Okay. That's great. Thank you. So where can people find you? They can find me um, on Instagram at Citrus and Gold. My website's also citrusandgold.com. And I have a Facebook group called the Passion and Profit Group. 
which I think will be easiest to link below. Perfect. Yeah, I'll definitely link it below. And Akasha, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you for listening to the episode. If you guys like the episode, please share it with someone that can find value in it. Um, also, if you feel uh, nice enough to uh, rate and review this episode on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. It'll definitely help the podcast get um, ranked higher so others can find it and others can get inspired as well. Thanks for listening, guys. 